Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Prairie Track and Field Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Enerson, and this week we are bringing a lot of good things track and field to you. We are going to be highlighting our conference meets that were taking place at a lot of different divisions here within the state. We had Division Two with Minot State and U Mary taking on the rest of the Northern Sun Intercollegiate Conference. We had the Summit League going on with University of North Dakota and North Dakota State. And at both of those meets, we had phenomenal performances across the board. A lot of personal bests, a lot of podium finishes, a lot of provisional qualifiers at the D2 level, a lot of qualifiers for the national meet in the D1 level. So we're excited to tell you all about those. We also had some athletes that weren't necessarily on a North Dakota program, but were competing at, say, like University of Minnesota. They're North Dakota natives, did really well, and we want to highlight them too. So we'll give you the whole rundown in a little bit. But before we do that, let me just give a quick shout out to some of our sponsors. Thank you so much to C. Dick Run. Be sure to head into C. Dick Run as your track season is probably just coming up. Maybe it already started. If you need spikes, shoes, trainers, some running gear for these first couple weeks when the weather's a little iffy, be sure to stop by. Tell Richard we're the ones that sent you. He'll be sure to hook you up. Cedic Run, where life and running intersect. That's in downtown Grand Forks. Beautiful new shop. Check it out. Second sponsor, Ragnarok Athletic Club. Ragnarok provides opportunities for all athletes of all disciplines, all events to come together and compete. There's going to be a lot of good stuff they're putting on this summer as far as camps go, as far as some meets go. So make sure that you are following them on Instagram to get all of their latest information. That's Ragnarok Athletic Club. And finally, shout out to one of our tried and true sponsors, Draymond Enterprises, Innovation Reimagined. This week, our guest is Coach Mark Delmonico of Minot State University. In just his fourth season at Minot State, he just led the Beavers to their highest women's conference finish in over five seasons and the highest conference finish on the men's side ever. I'll say that one more time. Highest conference finish on the men's side ever since they've joined Division Two, At the meet, he led several athletes and relays to podium finishes, personal bests, school records. This guy's been building the program, aka the dam. You get it? They're beavers. He's been building them to new heights since he got there. So we had the opportunity to sit down with Coach Delmonico, ask him kind of what's the secret behind the success, get a little behind-the-scenes look, see what they're planning on doing outdoor season. And so, without further ado... Here's Coach Mark Delmonico. Mark, is your is your background in distance? Yeah, yeah. So I uh, I ran at a small Division One college uh, in Philadelphia, um, LaSalle University, and then uh, I was obviously distance runner there and. Got a chance to run after uh, after college for a, a short period of time, uh, for about two years. I ran on the USA, you know, running circuit there, and kind of got to travel. And um, you know, I tell people it was like if I was, uh, you know, Joe Schmo, and I got to step on the basketball court with Michael Jordan, uh, lining up with some of these races. And you know, I'd look to my left and look to my right, and I'd be like, oh, I had that guy's poster you know on my wall growing up yeah. and and so it, it was an awesome experience I made so many good friends uh through it all and got to see so many places and 
Um, actually, Andrew Carlson, who I, I know you guys know very well over at NDSU, uh, got to race him a few times. And uh, I was surprised when I took this job and our first meet uh, over in Fargo, I walked up to pay, you know, our entry fee. And he just goes, what's up, Mark? Like, how's it going? And I just was like, oh, man, I, I can't even really I can't even, uh, I'm surprised you remember me cut type of deal. So, so it was fun. Um, but then, yeah, after that, I got into coaching at a, a division two school in Denver, uh, Metro state. Um, probably he's it, more well known for Pete Julian, uh, who coaches, uh, that Nike group now that's where he got his oh. start. So, um, kind of got hooked up like through, uh, that whole coaching tree and, uh, was there for three years, uh, uh had a great time, learned a lot, um, and then I was in California for 18 months at Cal State East Bay uh, before coming here. So uh, it's wow. been a journey. Uh, it's been fun. I never would have thought I lived in uh, would live in North Dakota growing yeah. up, but uh, I'm thoroughly enjoying my time. Yeah. So where are you originally from? Uh, I'm originally from Scotch Plains, New Jersey, uh, okay. which is um, kind of central northern New Jersey. Um, I probably live about, grew up about 20, 30 minutes away from New York City. Okay. So, man, you've had East Coast, you have West Coast, and now you're yep. right back dab in the middle of North Dakota. So, yep. I think the only, only like corner or direction you got to go is like Texas, but. Yeah. Yeah. I have, and actually I haven't really been to uh, like the Southeast part of the United States. Like I've been to Alabama for NCAAs, but I haven't been to like Mississippi or Louisiana or anything like that. So yeah, I got to venture down there eventually. <laughs> yeah. Well, good stuff. So, you know, we'll talk more about the program coming up, but like, we just want to hear, you mentioned it a little bit, but conference just a few days ago, like we hear about how coaches kind of are tense, like leading up and then you you're at the meet and like everything happens. How about coming down off of it? How have you been feeling these last couple of days? I would say I've just been super stoked. Um, like we've made so much progress and, and this was by far like the peak of it uh, in my three years here. So uh, just kind of riding that wave of, of emotion and like, Oh man, like I can't believe we had, you know, two runner up finishes in the DMR. Like we had, um, you know, obviously Whitney Hansen um, get third in the 800 meters. And we had, we had guys and gals like mixing it up in races and in events that, uh, like I said, when I got here, like we were just getting smoked and, you know, we, I, I told our distance crew this past week that my first full year here, we got lapped in the DMR. Um, we got lapped in, and, and then my second year, we got eighth on the men's side and seventh on the women's side. Uh, and then just to get second, you know, it was, it was just an unbelievable weekend. So I'd say I've been kind of been riding that wave of excitement and, um, obviously today hearing, hearing the news about Whitney being the first one, I was a little bit of a bummer, but I, I don't think it kills anything as far as like, you know, where we, where we feel like we're heading, um, and the excitement heading into outdoors. Yeah, no doubt about it. Now, I personally heard that you guys almost didn't even make it to conference. Is that true? Yeah, I'm not sure how much I can divulge, uh, um, but, uh, we had a little bit of a hiccup. Uh, spent a little bit extra time in Fargo than I would have liked uh, heading down to Mankato, but uh, we got through it all, uh, got into Mankato a little bit later than we expected, uh, and the kids handled it really well. Um, you know, we, we certainly had every reason to do poorly a after, after doing, going through all that stuff, but 
they handled it really well. And, you know, obviously, you know, it showed in, in the men's side and the women's side getting, you know, our highest team points and, and team finishes. So, but uh, yeah, it was, it was an interesting uh, four hours in Fargo is, is the best way I'll put it. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, were, have those, the team finishes, were those the highest team finishes in school history or just in recent history or? So for the men, it was the highest finish overall since we've joined Division Two in the NSIC, and it's the most points we've put up. Um, for the women, it was the most points within the last five years. I think shortly after they joined Division Two, they had um, a few more points than we put up this past weekend. But um, it, like back, we kind of went back as far as we could when we were trying to uh, tweet that stuff out to make sure make sure we were accurate. You know, making sure. Uh, uh, we weren't uh, offending anyone that came before us, but uh, yeah, that was, that was our, our best. And it was our best combined weekend um, as a men's and women's program. Yeah, no, no, no doubt about it. And so your men took seventh. So that was highest finish ever, like you said, division two. And that's so cool. Um, and I believe when we were talking about you guys last week, um, was it 11th place the year before or something like that? Yeah, um, I, I don't know exactly, but it sounds about right. I think we had five points or three points or something. Um, wasn't a whole lot. Uh, I can tell you that much. Yeah. So just to like see that progress and that growth has got to be just incredible. And then what place did your women take this weekend? Uh, they were 13th. So 13th. we had yeah. uh, probably the smallest women's uh, squad there. We only had uh, six entries. I think we had seven women. Um, and one of them was just running the DMR uh, that night. So she wasn't even running an individual event. So um you know, everyone that we thought could score scored. So that, I mean, I, I told our coaching staff, I don't think there's much more you can ask for uh, mm-hmm. on that front, but uh, you know, we thought maybe there were a few individuals that, you know, they came in ranked ninth or 10th that could sneak a few points, but uh, it was all pretty much all freshmen and sophomores. I had one senior on there. Um, so it was a young team. So, uh, you know, it was, uh, I knew it, we weren't going to uh, match the, the men the day before. So I was, I was kind of prepared to um, kind of come down a little bit. Like I knew it wasn't going to be podium finish after podium finish and all those types of things. But uh, you know, Whitney got things going in the eight um, and she got third. And then our women's DMR uh, I thought sixth on paper. Uh, truthfully, I thought, you know, obviously you have Augustana and, and you Mary and, and Winona and Duluth and, and some of these teams that traditionally are, are very good. Um, I knew we had a good team, but we got halfway through the race and I, like my freshman anchor was in second still and she wasn't letting up. And I just kept thinking to myself like, holy crap, like we might win, like, like we might actually win this whole thing. And, and it, it was just like a, a come to moment like all right like we're not competing for six anymore like we're we're gonna try to win this whole thing so it was it was a great ending to to a great weekend now there's a really good video that you posted of yourself uh was that during the women's dmr where you were just like really cheering and like really animated and getting after it yeah that was uh one of the guys sent that to me because they were all at the hotel um watching the meet on the computer so they sent that to me afterwards and um, yeah, our, our 800 meter leg is going. I think I'm just shouting to pump her arms, uh, as hard as she can. And, uh, I think towards the end, I'm not really pumping my arms anymore. So, um, I was like, yeah, I, uh, this is a little funny, a little embarrassing, but, uh, no, yeah, I, I was like, once, like I said, once we got off the, uh, the lead off leg, I was just going crazy. Cause I was like, you know, Augustana and you Mary, like those are teams that are traditionally just 
powerhouses in women's distance running in our conference in the region and in the country and so uh, I was just like holy cow like we just need to go like we just need to like put our noses in it so yeah I was I was going pretty nuts at that point that's awesome uh what I mean obviously the women's eight was a highlight both men's and the women's DMRs uh were highlights uh what were some other performances that really stuck out to you uh from this past weekend yeah, so like I said, when we when I started three years ago, we went pretty distance heavy in recruiting. We didn't recruit like too much sprints or, or even throws. And uh, we had a guy get third in the 400 meters, Chase Tandy, this weekend. He, he ran uh, under 50 seconds for the first time in his life. And so uh, that was a pretty big performance from him. And, and uh, he just got out leaned. Uh, for second. So pre pretty big performance. Uh, and then our men's four by four, uh, we um, were in the fast section and uh, which had never happened before. Uh, my first three conference meets there, we got, we'd get to the four by four and I'd be like, guys, just give it everything you got. And, you know, we would usually finish dead last by 50 meters, hundred meters. And so, uh, so we're, we were in the fast section and um, they outleaned Augustana at the line uh, for second. And you, um, Mary, and, and Northern had uh, run a little bit faster in the section prior to us. So we got fourth, but again, we had, we had never scored in that event uh, since I've been here. Um, and it really was never anything that I was paying attention to. You know, you know I'm sure uh, in like the Summit League and, you know, all the conference meets, everyone lines the track and everyone's going nuts for the four by fours at the end of the meet. I'm usually just standing there like, okay, like, let's just get this over with. Like, you know, let, let's get the baton around the track and let's get out of here. Um, but you know, this one, like, yeah, we, uh, we've had some good races all season. So that men's four by four was, was pretty exciting to end the first day. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Like just to be able to hear like where you've been and where you've, where you're going, like you are, you, you put it on all the social media, but like you've talked about building the dam and like, yeah, you've got one pretty good dam going right now. So, <laughs> so that's great to hear. Now, fourth season as coach, great indoor season. What are you looking forward to for outdoor season? Where do you think the program is going to take this momentum from indoors and how are they going to ride it going forward? Yeah, I, I want to keep, you know, keep the trajectory that we're on. Um, you know, it was hard, honestly, to start indoors as I'm sure it was for every other team in the country. Um, you know, we didn't have cross country in the fall. I know some division two schools did. Um, so it was like, we got back from winter break and it was like, okay, we're racing. Like, you know, and a lot of them were like, yeah, if you were a freshman, I haven't raced in forever, like since fall of my, my senior year. Um, and then some of our upperclassmen was like, I haven't raced in 10 months since, you know, last February when basically the pandemic started. So um, it was, it was a little rough to start. Um, but I think towards the end, we really started seeing like, Hey, we're kind of back into the swing of things. And, um, obviously some people had some really, really good performances. So I'm hoping that, you know, come outdoors, we can continue to ride that momentum, keep, you know, putting our noses in, in races and, and coming out with, you know, fast times, high finishes. Um, you know, our goal is to obviously finish as high as we can at the conference meet and, we have a few people that are joining the fold, like our, our javelin throwers that uh, obviously don't, you know, really do indoor track. Um, you know, they'll be back and, um, you know, we're hoping some of the people that scored at the out indoor conference meet can, can do so again, or even finish higher at the outdoor conference meet. Um, you know, that, that's our goal. And um, hopefully we can seek a few people into internationals uh, come May. I mean, that would be awesome. Yeah. 
what what is your guys' outdoor season going to look like? Is that still kind of up in the air with where meets and competitions are going to be, or do you have kind of an idea of what it's going to look like? Yeah, I uh, it, it was a little tough, but I think we have our outdoor schedule set, um, and it's going to get announced hopefully this week. But uh, we're going to head, you know, our first meet will be on the 20th here in two weeks out to Billings uh, at Montana State Billings. And then uh, we'll go down to Black Hill State, which we went to a bunch during the indoor season. Uh, and then we'll probably take three or four trips down to USD, uh, down in Vermillion. Uh, they're hosting a bunch of home meets uh, this year. And uh, then I'm trying to still find like a high level meet. We're hoping maybe things clear up in California. You know, that weekend is always, uh, you know, where everyone runs their fast times, whether it's Mount Sac or Brian Clay or, you know, Long Beach State, whatever it is. So hoping something like that opens up um, right now. We are slated to go to Brian Clay if it ends up happening. Um, and then uh, after that, we're going to Drake Relays, um, which after, you know, what our DMRs and our four by fours did this past weekend, um, you know, it'll be fun uh, if they get in uh, to, to Drake Relays. We've never had a relay make it. We've had a few individuals uh, compete there, uh, in the throwing event. So that, that'll kind of be our outdoor season. Um, and hope, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, the weather, uh, in the upper Midwest, you never know what you're going to get. Um, and so we're hoping that, uh, you know, come April, uh, or mid April that, you know, the sun's out and, and the weather's uh, cooperating and, and we can get some fast times in. Yeah, thankfully it's it's been a pretty mild winter so far, and I'm, I'm crossing my fingers, but uh, uh, I'm not. Uh, I don't feel completely out of, out of the woods yet. That you know, some random snowstorm is going to come here at the end of March or something, and you know, we're going to be forced to to work out on our on our indoor track instead of the outdoor track. Yeah, uh, the fake spring. You got to watch out for it. Exactly. Yeah, I, I've lived here long enough to know that that does exist now. Oh, man. Uh, Mark, obviously, I mean, Ryan and I are both North Dakota guys, and uh, we do this podcast, you know, for a lot of reasons, but to highlight um, the state and the, the athletes and track and field in the state. Um, and just kind of with following the recruiting class that you, you picked up this year, and we noticed a lot of North Dakota kids. And um, so just like how important is it to the – team culture or to what you're building to, to have North Dakota kids uh, on your team? Yeah, you know, I think it's huge. Um, obviously, you know, to have in-state talent, you know, even keep Minot State on their list of options where they want to continue their education and, your, you know, their college careers, um, you know, I think it's huge. And, and it's definitely been uh, a priority of ours. I would say it's been a little bit of a hurdle we've had to, to manage since I got here. You know, uh, when I arrived in January 2018, you know, talking to people and, and uh, you know, talking to high school coaches, it was just kind of like, yeah, we don't send kids there. Like, they just, they just don't get better or, you know, they haven't had a good experience. And, and I'm showing up like, well, there's, there's a new guy in town and, and even some of some of the high school coaches I contacted were like, well, are you the old coaches assistant assistant now? Like all this kind of stuff. So um, it's, yeah, it's been huge for us to continue to develop those relationships with, um, you know, high school coaches around the state. Um, and hopefully that, you know, as we experience more success that uh, Minot state becomes, you know, a destination that, like I said, kids want to uh, come here and run or throw or jump um, and, you know, it's, it definitely was uh, a bit of a surprise to me how many North Dakota kids we got this year. Um, 
you know, they have a ton of options in state between, you know, obviously, you know, UND and NDSU and uh, a bunch of the NAIA schools and, and you Mary down in Bismarck. So, um, you know, we're, we're always in the, in the fight now for, to kind of get those, get those kids. But um, I think the, the North Dakota kids we have had on our team, they've had really good experiences. And so they've kind of relayed that back to their high school teammates. And, um, you know, it's, it's at least kind of put us in a discussion when they're like, Hey, uh, you know, I, I'm running fast now, you know, I'm, I'm over at Minot state running fast. Like, well, you know, let me take a look, like, let me see if that's a, a, an option for me. And maybe I'll, I'll get along with the team, get along with the coaches and things like that. So um, yeah, we, we are definitely, you know, want as many North Dakotans as we can, um, you know, uh, regardless of um, where you're from, where you're from the Eastern side of the state or the Western side of the state or down South, like, you know, we'll, we'll, t we'll take, you know, any North Dakotans that, that want to come and run, run for us. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's so great to hear because for a long time, yeah, it has been just like, you know, a handful of programs and maybe Minot state's gotten overlooked, but I mean, across the board, like we see your great performances this weekend. We see, like, I mean, this is big for high school kids right now. Your social media game is pretty strong. Oh, like, thank you. Thank you, you. You know, you're stepping up, like, in all facets. So, I guess for maybe a kid that's a junior this spring or maybe even a senior that just doesn't really know, like, what they're going to do next year for college, like, what would be your, like, quick recruiting pitch? Like, what are you going to tell those kids that, that are running fast and are still keeping their options open for college? Yeah, I would tell them, you know, we're one, we're still building. I, I, def, I definitely want to be transparent with them. You know, there's um, a lot of established programs, you know, around this state. And so I would definitely tell them, you know, if you want to join a program where one, you're going to have a big impact um, and come here and, and be able to contribute immediately. Um, two, have, have a great experience because I think we got a great group of, of guys and gals here um, that are super supportive of each other and uh, you know, want to see everyone do well, regardless of, of you know, ability level. Um, and then three, like if you want to, you know, develop and get faster, uh, I think uh, that will happen here no matter who you are. And I think we uh, have shown that, you know, we have Jacob Jensen, who's a, who's a sophomore now. Um, you know, he was, a, he was a 950 guy for mid 430s, I think, in high school. He was, uh, I, I don't know exactly, you'd have to ask him, but I think he was, you know, maybe eighth or ninth at the state meet. I remember when I was recruiting him, he was in the thirties at the state cross country meet. And, uh, you know, he's a, you know, four sixteen, just ran eight thirty nine. um, you know, that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And, and there's other success stories that, uh, we've had, but, you know, when we talk about distance running, especially, uh, North Dakota distance running, um, you know, he's kind of, a uh, the guy that, that we put up on the wall and say, Hey, you know, he, he got a lot better and he's beat, he's beating guys that used to routinely kick his butt in high school. Um, and so uh, I think sometimes when you talk to um, you guys and gals about that, they're like, okay, like, you know, I'm already here. Like, you know, where can I go? You know, where can I go if I, if I come to Minot state next year? Looking forward uh, the next couple of years uh, is do you see the team staying uh, kind of that distance focused or how are you going to uh, continue to branch out and create that, the full track team? You'd kind of mentioned that a little earlier, but. Yeah, I think selfishly, I'd love to say we're, we're going to be, you know, distance heavy. Um, but uh, you know, we, you know, I tell my assistants this all the time. We want a well-rounded track team. 
Um, you know, we want good throwers. We want good jumpers. We want good sprinters, hurdlers, um, as much as we want good distance runners. So, uh, yeah, we're, we'll probably try to, you know, continue to branch out, um, you know, and add more to other event groups. Um, I feel like the distance side of things, we've planted our roots pretty well. These first uh, two full recruiting cycles that I've gotten through. Um, but it doesn't mean we're going to shy away from, you know, obviously continuing to build the distance side of things. So, you know, long, long answer, uh, I guess, yeah, we, we definitely put an emphasis on distance running, but at the same time, um, you know, I, I, this weekend, especially it was, uh, magnified for me that you're not going to completely win a, a track meet or a conference title off, off a distance runners. So, you know, that, you know, we want to be able to contend uh, at the conference championships and, and we won't be able to do that unless we branch out a little bit. Yeah, it's, that's really good. I think it's just been, I mean, being a distance runner myself, it's cool to see uh, like you guys and then like obviously NDSU has been strong. You Mary's always been strong in the distance. And then now UND as well, just really coming up and like putting a focus towards their, their distance team. And I mean, they're, they're reaching, they're, they're able to extend their, their reach. A yeah, little they have, they have a little further reach teams. than I do. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's, it's been fun. Like I said, uh, you know, three years ago when I, when I got here, uh, it was a great group of guys and girls, but, um, you know, the ability level of what, uh, what we had at the time just probably wasn't where it needed to be, to be a, a competitive, you know, collegiate program. And it's, it's none taken away from, from that group. Uh, they busted their butts every day for me and, and followed, you know, uh, followed my directive and all that kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, we'd, we'd go to meets like, you know, over at NDSU or UND or down at SDSU. And, and these kids are running like, you know, 20, 30, 40 second PRs in the 5k or 3k. And we were still getting last, like we were, we were still getting like walloped. And, um, this year we've told this story of a few times, cause now I have a few seniors that were here when I started that I had two guys, Devin Shumway, who's, who's from Williston actually, yeah. uh, and, and Steven Porter, uh, they went to the conference meet. I think I had been working at, at Minot state for like six weeks or something. And, uh, I entered them in the 5k, uh, they, Devin ran like 1647 and Steven ran like 1643. Um, they got lapped, got last and second to last. Um, and I got done and, you know, I was this young fiery first year head coach and, and I walked over at them and just like screamed at them and just like yelled at them and, and all this stuff. And, uh, and I later found out that they had just PR'd. Uh, they're the fastest times in their lives. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's stuff like that that I look back on. And I'm like, man, like uh, I just was not aware, <laughs> aware of what was going on or, um, but at least I can look back and, and laugh on it uh, and just be like, Hey, uh, you know, those were, uh, it was some fun times uh, with that group and it, it gives you perspective. Uh, like I said, to mm-hmm. uh, when this past weekend, when you have a girl running 214 and you have uh, a DMR finishing conference runner up to uh, three years ago. Yeah. I'm yelling at two guys who, who just, you know, ran their hearts out for me and, and ran lifetime best faster than they had ever run. And I'm standing outside the track yelling at them. So. Hey, well, it's so cool to see where you've been, where you're going. We can't wait to see you guys keep building the dam um, and just like keep trending upward. Like 
it's great to know that there's another good program in the state and we hope that you guys aren't going to be overlooked any longer because you, you shouldn't be, you don't deserve to be um, based on your performances this weekend. No. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. It, it's been fun following your guys podcast. And I, I, uh, I try to listen to it every week, um, especially when, when you tag us and, um, but it's been fun. I think you guys are doing a great job at, you know, obviously, um, kind of widening the net in North Dakota and, and kind of giving it a, a spotlight. Um, it's been awesome to follow along. So keep up the good work. Yeah. Hey, we'll get Thanks, you back Mark. on Thanks. soon. Cause yeah, we, we, we want to hear all about your outdoor season too. So we'll hopefully have you back on pretty soon. Awesome. Thanks guys. I appreciate it. Yep. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks Mark. Right. See ya. See ya. Man, great opportunity to sit down with Coach Mark Delmonico and just hear about everything that they're doing over at Minot State. Sounds great. Great conference weekend, great opportunity to showcase some of their athletes and tell everyone that, hey, they're the real deal. They're on the come up. Like he mentioned, if you are a North Dakota athlete and you are still not sure where you're going to plan to run after college, maybe it's something that's just crossing your mind, haven't found the right fit yet, don't count Minot State out. Sounds like it could be a great place to be a part of their program. And really, if you want to be a building block, you want to be someone that can really take the program to new heights and help them grow. Might be a good fit for you. So thanks again, Coach Mark Delmonico, for hopping on. And best of luck to you guys as you head to your outdoor season. Now what we're going to do is we're going to take an opportunity to highlight a lot of the great performances over the weekend by some of our North Dakota individuals ranging from D1 to D2, Summit League to the Big Ten, just to name a few of the people that we got coming up. So I made this whole list of people who did great things this weekend. I know this isn't everybody, so my apologies to anyone that doesn't get a shout-out that well deserves one. I did my best. I had a million tabs open. So here's what I got for you. And we're going to start with the North Dakota State women, Akili Moten, Walking away with the shot put title in a new Summit League meet record. She's going to enter the national meet as the number three ranked women shot putter. So best of luck, Akili, at the national meet. Fun fact, she started off as a basketball player at University of North Dakota. Transferred and, man, she's really made an impact on the program. Just today, she was named the Midwest Region Field Athlete of the Year. Huge accomplishment. So congrats to you, Akili. Great work. Peyton Froelich from Milner Weinmere Lidgerwood, defending her 800 meter title in a time of 2 minutes 10 seconds, also came back and was part of the women's DMR that won. So, shout out to you, Peyton. You saw her win a lot of titles in high school, and guess what? She hasn't stopped doing that. Still putting a lot of titles up to her name. Great job over the weekend. Jen Duffner of West Fargo, finishing fourth place in the 5K for the Bison, running a new PR of 17 minutes 15 seconds. Believe I saw it ranked 10th in North Dakota State School history. Great job, Jen. Katie Bai, Fargo Davies runner, probably won, I believe it was her junior year, won an 800 meter title. She was also on that first place DMR team, came back and took seventh in the open eight. Great job to you, Katie. And then a freshman, Grace Emineth, fourth place in the long jump, started out at Red River High School, finished her prep career at Shanley, just as a freshman, doing great things. She won a bunch of long jump titles in high school. Look for her to do the same in the coming years. We'll bump over to the men's side for North Dakota State. Alex Talley, we've mentioned this guy a ton on the podcast. 
He walked away with two Summit League titles, one in the shot put, one in the weight throw. Also walked away with the Meets Field Championship MVP award. He's going to go into the national meet this coming weekend, ranked third in the weight throw and fifth in the shot put. And then, no surprise, also wins the men's field event uh, region MVP award. So he and Achilles sweeping those. And very fitting, their coach, Justin St. Clair, won the men's assistant coach for the Midwest region as well. So great job, you two, and great job to you, St. Clair. Keep up the great work. Can't wait to watch you at Nationals. Also on the men's side for the Bison, Jacob Rodine taking second place in the 800, walking out with a new PR of 1 minute 50.00 seconds. Lean a little harder next time, Jacob. Couldn't quite get it done, dipping under the 150 mark, but what a phenomenal run for him. It was fun to watch that race. He's going to really ride that into the outdoor season. He was also on the men's 4x4 that took first. First time in school history that the North Dakota State Bison won the 4x4 at the conference meet. So great job, Jacob. Keep the ball rolling. Brandon Lewis, Bismarck Legacy Prep, comes out with two titles in the jumps, one in the long jump, one in the triple jump this weekend. Phenomenal job, Brandon. Fun to watch you win it on your last jump in the triple. So nice work. Alex Bartholomew, the kid from Bowman, getting it done. He takes second place in the mile in a time of 4.09, takes third place in the 3K. Great job, Alex. What a story. Bowman, North Dakota, not particularly fast times out of high school, but look at the runner that he's developed into. If you're a high schooler listening to this, Alex Bartholomew is a guy that you want to model yourself after. So great job, Bart. And if you're listening to this on Friday, March 5th, NDSU is at the Summit League Cross Country Championships. Cross Country in March, who would have thought? But here we are. They're down in Macomb, Illinois, trying to win a title and punch their ticket to nationals. So good luck, Alex, and the rest of the Bison Distance team. Another Bismarck Legacy Prep, Alex Brusso taking sixth place in the 200. Nice job to you, Alex. And I suppose I should probably give a shout out to my younger brother, Tyler, walking away with a fourth place finish in the men's heptathlon. Great job to you, Tyler, and great job to the rest of the North Dakota State Bison. So some great performances there. We're going to bump down to another Summit League performer. This time, hurts for me to say this, but South Dakota State University, we've got Kaylor Peterson of Mayport CG. She takes third place in the mile in 454. What a phenomenal run. She also takes second place in the DMR. She was on that team for South Dakota State. So I won't say go Jackrabbits. Oh, wait, I just said it. Kaylee, great job this weekend. Let's jump over to, we'll stay Division I. We'll go to the University of Minnesota. Some studs from various places within the state. Hunter Lucas, a name that we've talked about a few times on the podcast, from Fargo Davies. Wasn't able to make it to the mile final. Took 11th place in the prelims. Wasn't quite enough to advance. But he ran 4.05. That is a salty new PR. What a great race. And But don't you worry. He came back, took sixth place as a member of the DMR team. It's a great job to you, Hunter. Keep the ball rolling. Fargo native. Can't wait to see what he does this outdoor season. Hannah Arison of Grand Forks. She was a teammate of mine at Red River. Takes seventh place in the pentathlon for the Gophers. Great job to you, Hannah. Shelby Frank, also of Grand Forks, Red River. Takes seventh place in the weight throw. 
as a freshman. What a great job. Can't wait to watch you launch some discuses out into orbit. So good luck in your upcoming outdoor season, Shelby. And then we'll take a guy from the western side of the state. Mike Haroff finishes 10th in the pole vault, jumps 495. For those of you not familiar with the metric system in track and field, five meters is a phenomenal jump. So if you're jumping close to that, you're doing great. You want it in feet? All right, I'll give it to you. 16 feet, two and three quarters inches. That's definitely better than his high school PR. I believe it was 15.6. So nice job, Mike. Keep the ball rolling. Um, And those are our gopher athletes from North Dakota. So great job in the Big Tens. Women walked away with a Big Ten title. Men took fifth place, I believe. We'll go to Minot State. You heard about him on the pod from Coach Mark Delmonico, but Jacob Jensen takes seventh place in the mile, seventh place in the 3K, and he was on that really awesome second-place DMR team. He's from Belcourt, North Dakota. Way to get it done, Jacob. Keep riding that into outdoor season. Alex Bartholomew might be the kid from Bowman, but how about Lacey Feist, also of Bowman, North Dakota? She runs for you, Mary, takes second place in the 5K at the NSIC Championships. That's Division Two. Same with uh, Jacob Jensen. Those are both NSIC, that conference you heard Coach Delmonico talk about. And then we'll chalk another one up for the NSIC. How about Peyton Lane for MSUM? She went to Fargo-Davies. She takes sixth place in the 5K for the Dragons. So great job, Peyton. We better go back to the Summit League. I forgot one very important school from my hometown, University of North Dakota. Here's just a few finishers that really stood out. We had Mackenzie Burian take eighth place in the 3K. She's also a Fargo Davies product. It's a great job, Mackenzie. Austin Wolf, another Bismarck legacy guy. God, where's Century? Where's Bismarck High? All we see is legacy around here. Austin Wolf takes fourth in the high jump. Great job, Austin. And then this one, Erica Benson. She started off in the Grand Forks Public School District uh, school system. She transferred. She went to somewhere in Minnesota to finish her high school, but we'll claim her. She takes second in the pentathlon. Great job, Erica. Great to hear that you're doing well. So many other phenomenal performances by athletes uh, across the state. Unfortunately, I would be up way too late trying to get them all put together. But if you want to go dive in a little bit deeper, you can find all these meet results on these uh, schools' websites. Just go to their track and field page, go back a few articles, find their performances from the conference meet, and you can see for yourself. I'm not making any of this up. I did my research. That's going to do it for our episode today. Thank you so much for tuning in to another great Prairie Track and Field session. We hope that you are enjoying the episodes, and if you are, make sure you're telling your friends about it. Share it on social media, whether that's Instagram, Facebook, MySpace. Does anybody still use MySpace? I don't. But if you do, share it. Let people know that uh, Prairie Track and Field Podcast wants your support. We also did our first giveaway this week. We were giving out some stickers. If you go on our Instagram page, take a look and see how you can get yourself a sticker. All you have to do is like our post. You have to tag a friend in the comments and then just send us the address you want your sticker towards. We'll get those out this weekend. So thank you for your support. If you want to support us, just shoot us a message. We'd love to get you a sticker. Slap it on a water bottle. Slap it on your coach's back. Put it somewhere so the people are going to see it. Thanks again. We hope that you really enjoyed this episode. 
As always, go Bison, and we will see you next time.